Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome to The Real Time with Kimberly Marie. And Bianca Rachel. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. How was your, how was your week, girl? Well, let me tell you. I did a six-mile walk. Mm, in one day? Yeah. Oh. And let me tell like you. Like a hike, hike? Like a hike, or was it just a walk? It was well. I guess it was. It was a walk, but I mean, it was the same walk we took when you were here. So like, it was. But actually, I went like a maybe about like a half a mile further. Wait. So you actually went to the um to the uh, lake and all that? Yeah, yeah. I went down to the lake. I actually walked past the boats this time. Like we stopped before we got to the boats. I walked past the boats this time. It was a good walk. I mean. It went by fast, you know, just because when you're talking and walking, it goes by fast. But my body, y'all, oh, my God. Like, oh, my body. Yo, I know, because, look, you said six miles. Your body has to be tired in one day, six miles. Yeah, it's just tired. Like, it wasn't, like, extraneous, like, super, like, exerting. I'm just tired. Like, because I woke up, it's so, okay. Well, you did it today? Yeah. Oh, so I, I had a horrible night's sleep, woke up at 5.30. My alarm clock went off at 6.30 to get up, went on the walk. I, as y'all know, I'm like cleaning out my grandmother's house, like making it my own. I have been completely doing all the renovations for that on the in-between. I have to start the garage here after, um, after this week. So, I mean, I have been like busy. My body is like, bitch the fuck is happening <laughs> like yeah you gotta be tired <laughs> i am so tired but i am really excited like i'm gonna try to keep up the walking um on a sad note my apple watch did bite the dust um so thanks a lot apple it seems like you always do this when it's time for new products to come out except this time new products are coming out and we're in the middle of a pandemic assholes so i'm not sure i'm gonna be able to cop the new gear so I've been without a watch for quite some time, and I'm really pissed off because anybody who knows me knows I like to count my steps and all my shit. So not happy at all. <laughs> at well, all. At least you could say that you did your exercise for the week. I- I'm still working out. I just started my uh, second part of my 30-day fitness. So I already did 30 days. So now I'm starting my next 30 days. I'm about to say, y'all, because y'all been getting it in. Yeah, I've I've already done like two days, so this will be the third day. And you know what? I tell people, if I honestly would have known how easy it was for home workouts, I would have been done home workouts a long, long time ago. Like, I'm telling y'all, it's like you get so much. I am sweating profusely like I am at a gym, but it's just so much easier because it's at home. Right, from the comfort of your own house. Yeah, and it's like, okay, so you're paying this one-time fee of $69, or you're paying a one-time fee of $70, but you got to think about it. You're paying a one-time fee, but how many, you know, you go to a gym and you pay $30, $40, right. you know, each month. And that's why one thing I was so happy about when I stopped using the gym, because I know it was a waste of money. Like, I'm like the gym is just, I'm not a gym person. I know a lot of people need the gym to, like, force them to go. But I'm just one of those people, I had got to the point where I was like, well, I would have spent that money eating out anyway. And I'd like roll back over and go back to sleep. Like it was not phasing me to get my ass up and hit the gym. <laughs> like, seriously, I was just like, no, not today. 
Like, or I'd be like, oh, I had a bad day. Most people like, oh, you had a bad day. Go to the gym. I'd be like, no, I had a bad day. I'm going to have a drink and I'm going to bed, period. Like, and I would just skip the gym. And the whole entire time, I was being charged monthly. And I was like, yeah, the biggest, like, like it was a, a life waster, period. Yeah. But look, I, I, I was one. I went to gyms because I actually like went to the classes and stuff. And I, but, but you know what I will say? Those classes taught me a lot of things of how to properly do. Because to me, like the one thing I can that I always struggled on properly doing is um, squats. Just oh, because right. sometimes I bent over a little too much, or I wasn't straight, you know, or because you just lose your posture on a lot of stuff. And so I learned how to properly, you know, lift weights properly, how to properly do deadlifts and how to properly, you, you know, just do. And, and I felt like at the time it was needed. But now you couldn't you couldn't get me to pay to go to a, a gym. Mm-mm. Yeah. Now, I mean, like a yoga class. Yeah, because I still yeah. enjoy guided yoga like in person. Um, but well, I, like- I think that's different. That's yoga. And plus, like to me, if I do yoga, I like hot yoga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like high yoga, but I mean, since the pandemic, I haven't done any yoga class. Like, even though they're having them in smaller like uh, settings and stuff, I have not fucked with any yoga class. Wait, are they doing high yoga still? Well, yeah. So, well, I, can I don't know. Here, but I mean, like, whereas it was like twenty five people sometimes in a class, they have reduced the class size significantly. But hot yoga during a pandemic? I don't know. <laughs> It's supposedly the, the virus isn't supposed to be able to live in um, what do you call it? And in, in heat, but it's just the fact for me that sometimes you bump somebody in yoga yeah. and exchange a sweat, and then like your instructor can't really touch you to like position you or mm-hmm. like you know, your body the right way. And that's what I enjoy about the guided is because I want you to like you know oh your back is like pushed out too much bring your stomach in adjust your back you know i like stuff like that so i mean if we can't do that then there's really no need like yeah, and let me tell you something one thing i don't like about hot yoga is swinging a f- like a f- sweat so i always try to get like in a corner yeah like, like the corner and i try to position myself so that people will know like maybe i don't want to be too close to her because maybe you know because uh uh-uh. uh, that's the one thing I don't like about hot yoga. Like I love everything else about hot yoga, but the swinging of 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 sweat and people feeling like and the thing is like I feel like people in yoga when you get to that intensity, they don't really have any respect for if you're uncomfortable with their sweat being on you. It's like they just be like, "What's the problem?" Like, a lot of people are just like, oh, oops. And I'm just like, oh, my God, if I did need a shower, like, I need one now because I need to wipe off every ounce of sweat. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, even sweat that, like, just barely miss me. I go crazy. Yeah. I don't like, like other people sweat on me, period. Yeah, like, that's why I said I don't understand people who can do, like, yoga and then go out somewhere. After that, I'm ready to go home because of all the sweating. But you know who is sweating, who should be sweating right now? We 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 gonna we gonna get into it, y'all. We are gonna get into uh uh the, uh the first little thing I'm gonna talk about is uh, Donald Trump and uh what he discussed with Bob Woodward. Girl, now, now for no. those who don't know who Bob Woodward is, Bob Woodward is a known journalist who writes who has wrote uh, several books. He one of his most known books is Watergate, the Watergate book that he wrote. I mean, that's how long he's been around in this game. So if you no, Bob Woodward wrote a, wrote a book. Nine times out of ten, it, it, what he's saying is very factual, correct. Well, he wrote a book in 2018 about Trump's presidency, and it was called uh, Fear. And 
it was by anonymous people, whistleblowers. They didn't really want to be, you know, um, outed. So, you know, he and so Trump camp was denying it and all this stuff. Well, he heard that Donald Trump had heard that he was writing another book, Rage. So Donald Trump like sought him out, like went and found him, him and Jared Kushner brought him back and Bob Woodward did what every great old school journalist does. <laughs> he recorded everything. That's one thing I love about old school journalists. These new schools, sometimes they just write it down. Old school people write and record, okay? They know the old school people do it the old school way. And what some of the stuff that Trump revealed, I, I, I just don't get it. Because why would you just expose yourself like this? It's like... People who are around him just guide him to constantly go to jail. And well, we're just I going to say that, though, but I've said it once and I'll say it again. When you know that there are no repercussions for your actions and you don't have to pay for your actions under any circumstance, you get comfortable and you say and do shit that a lot of regular people wouldn't do. Well, this was 18 recordings that Bob Woodward has, that he recorded. And he just he just gave us a little sample. Now, some people say that the book is boring. I see a lot of uh, Trump people saying that. Some people saying that the book only got, you know, but the juicy details are in there. The book might be boring. I don't really read a lot of presidential books, you know, about like people's presidential right. uh, life, just because most of the time they are pretty boring. Some of them are good, like the Watergate's books are good. Because he was just doing whatever he wanted up in that office. Um, but this is the thing that we learned. In early February, Trump admitted, admitted to Bob Woodward. If you have not heard the recordings, I I'm really surprised. He admitted in early February that he knew about coronavirus spreads. And that it spread through the air. And it, it was far more, more lethal than the flu. Now, Trump has been adamant about the flu, 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 coronavirus, what's the problem? And he had you dummies. I call you dummies because only a dummy would listen to this man. He had you dummies out here believing that, you know, it's no bigger than the flu. You know, you don't, it's, it's not an airborne disease. And we kept saying, and I kept thinking to myself, it spreads through the air. Why would it not be airborne? airborne? Thank you. You know, why Why do you, this This is clearly bigger than the flu because you can't use a flu shot to, to you know, to even cure it. You, you can't even use a flu, flu shot to even, you know, um, work with it. It, it, it. It's like the flu shot doesn't even do nothing with the coronavirus. So we kept trying to tell you all this. We kept trying to tell Trump supporters this, but then they said, well, 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 Trump is not, you know, Trump's not saying that. And you had dumb governors, dumb mayors who were Republicans, Republican mayors and governors out here listening to what Trump is spewing. And he knows something totally different. And the thing is, in March, he wanted to act while other countries were acting in February. Because we heard about Italy you know, shutting down. And well, we were like, Whoa. how aggressive China was, how Canada was so aggressive. Mm -hmm. I mean, saw everybody was like, no, we are not with the shit. Get it together. 
let's, you know, protect our people. We were the only ones late to the table. Yep. And because of these lies, now we're sitting here with over 190,000 deaths. And I heard what they said that it might be uh, until late 2021 where we'll actually have to probably stop wearing masks because they said even if they release um, a vaccine now for people who want to take it, only tens of millions will, will, will honestly get their hands on it. Well, we know America alone has a population of 300 million plus. So if you only have tens of millions that can get the vaccine, hello, that, that you know, and now they're saying, well, the, vir- the, the vaccine may not actually be available for everyone until 2024. Well, we already knew that because we know, like, all jokes aside, oh, I can only speak for myself. I'm not taking the vaccine. I'm waiting for a lot of people to take it. I believe mm-hmm. that like, government testing and things like that call me crazy. I'm not just going to hop on board with, oh, let me go get that vaccine. No, absolutely not. So I I think elderly are, you know, people who are predisposed to a lot of things, you know, maybe your hospital workers and things like that to take it if they want. Uh, But we knew there wasn't going to be enough vaccine for everyone. And that's ridiculous. And I think that we pissed off so many countries that even if they had extra, would they share? Yep. And and now we heard also Bob Woodward spoke to him on April 13th. And Trump also said that the virus is so easily transmissible and that you wouldn't believe it. Now, how could he? So so he knew this stuff. Again, another form of him knowing and sitting right here telling Fox News and his fan and his supporters to take bleach, to take all these other drugs, knowing uh, don't wear your mask. So if you knew it was easily transmissible. If you knew all this stuff, why not tell your supporters, make sure you wear your mask, make sure you wear your mask, make sure you wear your mask. He's still, till this day right now, is having rallies where we still hear people say, say that, you know, this is a fake virus by the government, even though we have the recordings, but they've been so brainwashed. Side note. I saw this thing trending and I, I forgot what state it was, but uh, these people were, they were protesting the use of like wearing masks to school. Right. Okay. And I swear to you, this white lady said, George Floyd said he couldn't breathe. And the country went into an up war. But when I say I can't breathe, I'm told I have to continue to wear my mask. Well, I don't understand the connection. Did I miss it? Ma'am, there was a whole fucking human being on top of George Floyd. You got a piece of cloth around your nose. Oh, uh, if you're wearing it right. I'm, I'm really confused as to why. What? I'm so why confused. Parallels allowed. That, that. Going off of your going on one to your side your side note, I'm gonna say this and I'll let you go back to track. These parallels are inappropriate. They're not the same. You having to wear a mask is not taking away your civil liberties. It's not the same as I cannot breathe. 
And the fact that she doesn't understand that or someone didn't check her for that is outrageous. Yeah, it, it, it was literally like, it was one of those mind boggling things. You know, when you have a mind boggling, like, and you have to like really just be, just have your mouth like open and you just like, what, what, what did you, did you really just compare a mask that you have to wear to make sure that you don't talk to you? Right. To a whole human. Putting on, on putting their knee on your neck. I, 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 what? I'm confused. What? How is that even in correlation of each other? And but then the thing is, people's minds work like this, right? Because I guarantee you, when she said it, and even if you, we were to somehow talk to her today, she wouldn't understand the difference of why it's not the same. And mm-hmm. that's so upsetting. Yep. And then she was talking, I mean, and then the school was saying, because they were protesting at the school that they didn't want to wear the mask to school. And the school was saying, you know, the kids try to come in and they can't get in because of this protest and they're trying to come to school with their mask on. And we have to open the doors and be like, you know, uh, can you like, you know, get away from the doors? And they literally said they tried to bombard, like when they opened the doors, they tried to bombard and come into the school so they have to hurry up and quickly close the doors. And they're like, and I'm thinking, why would you try to interrupt a school? First of all, what is going on that you feel the need, you that you feel the need to interrupt education because you want to have a protest about parents protesting about, you know, and students protesting, but you're trying to bombard the school and the students that's in there? I'd say because- I'm surprised, but I'm not. Because let me tell you something. If I got news that it was people outside and they had got into the school, uh, and, well, my children live, my children is that and bombarded it and tried to take over the school and all this stuff. Oh, we will have some serious repercussions. Because I'm bringing my hands and my feet. <laughs> but okay, so moving on from the coronavirus, this is the one that got me. Because this is the one that I, I was really just annoyed with about Donald Trump. He says that he, we all know that Trump has been very adamant about how he has done more for black people than any other president than Abraham Lincoln. So Bob Woodward had let him know what Lyndon B. Johnson had done, you know, that in 1964, he passed the civil rights act and all that stuff. And was like, you know, you, you telling me you've done more than him. Are you serious? And this is what he says. Are you ready for this foolishness? I have done a tremendous amount for the black community. And honestly, I'm not feeling the love. I'm sorry. sorry. What did you, what, What? uh, invite to the cookout? You're not invited. I'm just trying to feel, it feels like, do you feel like you're owed something? Because I'm trying to, first I'm trying to figure out all this stuff you've done more than civil rights past. I'm trying to figure out all this stuff you've done to help black people. I need, I need a list of everything you've done that's been so remarkable that you deserve my vote. I mean, I'm trying to figure it out because I'm still waiting for my first check to hit the bank. Ready <laughs> to even come snail mail. I mean, someone fill me in. And my whole thing is, aren't you constantly talking about Black Lives Matter? You, you, you doggone want to name label it a terrorist organization 
You speak um, like you're dumb and stupid and ignorant about the defund the police thing. I still hate that people still say, oh, they trying to defund. You know exactly what people say when they say defund the police. You're not stupid. You're not an idiot. So I'm trying to figure out all this stuff that Trump has done for black people that has just been so remarkable that we must have him in office again for the black people. He must save us. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. Um, as you can see, I'm shit. I'm lost for words. What have you done? And then even if you had, let's just entertain this. Even if you had done something and it was, uh, well, I know he's giving money to HBCU schools, but it's not okay. the HBCU school I went to. So, but you want me to say thank you for that? Like, why do I, this is the problem. And this is my problem. Why do some folks, I can't say white people in whole, so why do some folks feel the need to always be thanked for what they've done? If you didn't, it was out of a genuine place in your heart, you wouldn't need to be thanked, nor would you need the recognition, right? That's just like me knowing that, uh, I don't know, Bob down the street is on hard times and I give him money, but I walk around the neighborhood saying, I gave Bob $5,000. Did I not do that to, you know, just to do it? Like, damn. You ain't done nothing that you weren't supposed to do. Yep. I think Trump more than anybody else owes the black community. You never apologized for the Central Park Five. You never apologized to them. You've said so many inappropriate things about the first black president. Mm-hmm. And your wife insulted the first black uh, lady, the first lady. Stole her whole speech. Stole her speech on top of that. Lied about stealing the speech. I mean, we watched you dog out Amarosa. Not that we're all fans, but damn, she's still black. Well, you know, he was a slumlord. That's the thing that people forget. He he was a slumlord. Like, he had several lawsuits against him for treating his African-American tenants visibly different, you know, than his white tenants. I mean, it, I mean, he. If we're gonna talk about it, let's talk about it. Let's talk about him being, you know, this person that he, you know, is, and that's a terrible human being, you know. But he, you know, he refuses to talk about all the stuff that he constantly does. I mean, you won't hear me argue. Trump will never get a thank you for me. Like I said, me on a personal note, I'm still waiting for my check. So if you want a half-assed thank you, you can send me my check. And send everybody else the second one that we know everybody is needing because you can't seem to get this uh, COVID under control, nor are you leading by example because you're not wearing a mask anywhere that you were pins go. Um, And knowing that the thing is that it, it still just pisses me off that he and we knew that he had to have some type of, oh, this is what I want to say about that mask. This is the thing that gets me about the whole coronavirus thing that was leaked. Uh, that wasn't leaked, that he actually told, that he confessed to, to Bob Woodward. I don't know if you remember, but in February, I looked it up, in February. Now, he knew this in February. Mid-February, he knew how bad the, early February, he knew how bad the coronavirus was. In mid-February, that is when Trump, and in his presidency, gave tons tons do you hear me when i say tons of ppe to china he gave tons of ppe to china during a time where he knew how deadly this virus was when he knew how 
this was going to affect America, he took tons of PPE, loaded them on a plane, and gave them to China. I'm absolutely just, what? And, and, and we saw how America suffered, how doctors had to reuse masks, how doctors had to make makeshift masks, how some doctors even died. Nurses quit because they had family at home. Nurses, we heard the horror stories, them boycotting because they didn't have adequate PPE. And he gave China tons of it. Yeah, he did. And he'd do it again. He didn't feel bad about that. Because but, we didn't have an issue, remember? We weren't really, you know, we weren't really having the virus. That was just the flu. Yep. And I mean, that's magically disappear. Remember, that's how we started this off. It was all magically going to disappear. Absolutely ridiculous that the president of the United States is giving away PPE, knowing how deadly this virus can be, literally saying to Bob Woodward in April, early April, that this virus is lethal. It's deadly. It's, so you've been known that it was lethal and deadly and all this stuff, and you was trying to play dumb. But, but you remember, wasn't it? I can't think, but didn't he do like a saying that this virus is a fake? And wasn't it in February when he was at his uh, rallies and stuff? It was in March. I think that was in later March. Is what you're thinking of? No, 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 no. Remember when he went to his rallies and his rallies in February and was like, "This virus is fake, and only one or two people have it." And yeah, when things first started going, yeah. Yeah, but if you knew about all this... Well, I mean, let's be very fair to Donald Trump, right? We know he's going to get whatever quote-unquote cure or, you know, uh, precautions that they can shoot him up with and stuff because he's the president of the United States. So when you already have someone who doesn't care about other human beings and now you know that he has, um, like, a cure... I don't want to say a cure, but, you know he can be always taken care of with the best medical care that many of us can't afford in the United States. Why would he worry about us? And that's exactly what his actions have showed. Why am I worried about you peons when I clearly can afford to take care of myself and my family? Like, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, if you sign, this is what service and his many secret service have been sick and they have lost many too. Mm -hmm. This is why I tell people, if you can honestly go into that voting booth in November and with a clear conscience and a and, and a smooth heart vote for Trump, I, I'm thinking that you might be a psychopath. <laughs> I'm thinking that because something got the, the elevator can't go to the top. It, it just can't. Elevator can't go to the top. It cannot go to the top. I don't know why that just cracked me up so hard, but yes, it did. It cannot go to the top. You know what? Speaking of stupidness and this a mind-blowing thing. Um, so Benjamin Crump has been very active in the Breonna Taylor case, uh, trying to get the cops arrested, you know, uh, trying to do everything just so the family can just get closure, get some peace. Um, but this is the thing. The cops for Breonna Taylor, if you have not heard, are still roaming free. But don't you worry, taxpayers of Louisville, Kentucky. Your taxpayer dollars are going to be going to the Breonna Taylor's family because they settled a lawsuit for $12 million. 
They settled the lawsuit for $12 million for like unjustly, you know, killing. Um, I'm pretty sure her boyfriend will also, Kenneth will probably also be settled. I'm pretty sure he has a nice little settlement coming his way too. But this is the thing that gets me. The cops that killed Breonna Taylor are still free. But you have to have known you did some wrong if you're giving the family $12 million. If you if that if that's what you're settled upon, because that means that you you can't even give any more because you know that they can honestly get more if they take this stuff to trial. And you know, if, if they take it in front of a, a, a jury, you know that you can get more. So when you settle, that means this is how much. You know, let's get to the, let's get them to the table before, you know, we get basically run out. So the taxpayers have to pay $12 million of their hard-earned money for incompetence, for stupidity, and for racism. And the craziest thing is, as we all know, that $12 million would not bring her back. It, mm-hmm. You know, it really is. It's so sad is not the right word. But, I mean, it really is gut-wrenching, you know, like you will get this, but we still will not give any type of reprimand to the police officers, nor will we be able to bring your daughter back. Mm-hmm. That is, like you said, that's the sad part because I'm pretty sure any day of the week, Breonna Taylor's mom will take her life, right? Oh, having her daughter there that she birthed, that she, you know, saw herself getting married, getting old. I'm pretty sure she would gladly give up the $12 million if she could just have that night back of her daughter, you know, being there. But that can't happen because stupid ass cops. But when you hear that you all admit you did something wrong, you admit that the search was illegal, you admit that it was a botched warrant, you admit all this stuff, but you're telling me you can't arrest the cops that killed her? So like, what, what, what's, what's the excuse? I'm not understanding. I'm not getting as to what is, you know, what's going on because what how do you get a how do you get rewarded money before you even get any one person charged so it's like when when are the charges coming are they ever going to come because at this particular I point I, I would not wait to see them i don't think they're ever going to come look at this particular point what and did you see the um well I, you know i know you didn't see cuz i didn't see i saw a little highlight on uh cnn of the of course NFL has started back their games and of course they you know they they gonna stand for the Pledge of Allegiance because you know they don't know you know we, we talked about this about black football athletes compared to all the other sports being a little slower yeah I'm being connected mm-hmm. and on the same page mm-hmm. so before they did the games they did or was it after I think it was before they did a like unity thing like we stand as one we're unity and they all came on the um, field and hugged each other and took each other's hand and the uh fans were like you heard the booze oh wow they didn't even do a kneeling I think only I only saw really one player who kneeled and I saw like another player who had the names of people who was unjustly killed by police on like he made a suit out of it. But the the fans in the stands were actively booing. And first of all, football. Why are the fans in the stands? Oh, fans are allowed in the stands now? Fans of the football. It's like 20% 
Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, only half of the stadium that they're playing in can be occupied or a third. But I'm like, baseball don't have nobody in the stands. They using those little fake basketballs using the you know TV teleprompters. This is the thing. This is why I say I don't know if the NFL is gonna make it the whole season. Because of the way they're doing their bubble, it's not even really a bubble. People are at home, they're chilling, they're relaxing. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I think they're getting tested before the games. But don't coronavirus take like 14 days to discover or, or right. something? I mean, I don't know. I mean, can't you be eight? I will say this. I would, if the Sox or the Cubs was like, you know, only. 10% can come to the games, you know, the tickets are on like a raffle or whatever, you know, buy your tickets, you know, if you can, if you can get them. I think I would risk it for that. I Ooh. would. I want to want to go to a cuz I want to have some type of normalcy again. I want to go to a game even if that and especially if that means my left and my right or there's no one sitting next to me. It's kind of like Feeling like a VIP on some level, right? Because granted, you still pay the same price. I'm sure they're not putting discounts on tickets, but I get a whole entire like, well, maybe like half of a section to myself. What? But but the thing is, they're not saying. That's what I think. Normalcy is going to come, but we have to be willing to allow this virus to run its course. So we can get our normalcy back. You get what I'm saying? I mean, I and I totally agree with you. And if you ask me to wear a mask when we go out in public, I do that. I don't do social distance. I mean, I do do the social distancing. I mean, I wear the mask. I'll you do was doing social distancing before. I was. <laughs> and now retro uh, and what what is it in retrospect? That was the biggest mistake of my life. I am tired of social distancing. Oh. Y'all, y'all hear that? I'm gonna hold her accountable when she, uh, when she. I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I can't even go to brunch. You know, I can't. It's the small things that you didn't realize you were gonna miss that you missed. That's why I'm saying, like, I understand that people are buying tickets to the NFL game, you know, because even if it's not a packed stadium, it's some type of normalcy. And while, you know, United States has sucked at doing things the correct way to where, you know, like Canada, we could be like Canada now and they're back to living their regular lives. We didn't have that kind of leadership. So, I mean, we're still struggling just to get back. the. Nor- I mean, it's almost been a whole year. We are in September. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl. Like, come on. Is- and this is why I tell people when they, uh, cause you, and this is what gets me when Donald Trump gets on TV and is like, you know, if you nominate Joe Biden, do you really want to live in Joe Biden's America? It's a rough one. And I'm just looking like, have you seen this America we've been living in? Like, have you seen- could it be any worse than that? Have you seen 2020? Like, let me tell y'all something. I miss happy hour so much. Girl. I mean, to be able to go somewhere and get some little, little cocktail, get a little food, get a little all this. But the way that Houston is up and down with their cases, I'd be so scared to be going out. I'm like, just, you know, get the food to go and come home. And then you got to pray and, and, and hope that don't nobody who made your food got that, you know, got that Rona and all that stuff. But, because you know, my sister best friend, 
I don't know if I said this. She got it in, I want to say July, and is still doing breathing breathing wow. treatments. Still doing breathing treatments, and she got it in like so. It's almost been two months, I, I believe, for her, and she's still doing breathing treatments. And if you if you hear the people who talk about the recovery process or the after effects. Because once you get, you know, the virus gets out of your body, I think Alyssa Milano, her hair started falling out. Oh, wow. You know, I'm not a big fan of Alyssa Milano, but dang, her hair falling out. Then you hear, like, this one guy said he was asymptomatic. I was reading on um, this guy I follow. He said he was asymptomatic. He got the, uh, he didn't know he ever had it. But then he started feeling the effects of the after effects later on. Had to go to the hospital. They had to do all this stuff. They didn't even know he even had it. They had to run him like three times and they finally realized he was asymptomatic. Wow. So it's like, you know, because nobody knows. So you get the virus, but what's the after effects of it? Because humans shouldn't be, you know, they said they found it in bats. We don't know what bats can do. We don't know how bats feel. We don't know how, you know what I'm saying? We, we don't know. Oh, that's crazy. And, like, just, like, for those, those uh, reasons alone that you list, just listed, that's why I'm totally fine with following the rules. But nonetheless, I would like to go to a baseball game. I mean, I feel like in your lifetime, you won't go to several baseball games. If you got to skip this one. Because now you know what that means? That means next year for 2021, bitch, if I wasn't buying season tickets, I am this year. Shit, I, 2021, Bianca will have season tickets. The question is, will I have the bread to have season tickets for the Cubs and the Sox, or will I just have to pick one team? That's the real question, because I am going to have my fill of baseball, damn it. I, I, yes, yes, I am, yes, I am going to be that. I am, will have the dugout seats that I want. Yes, right there, hmm Yes, that is happening. That is happening. I, yeah. I just, you know. Come or don't come. I don't even need any company, actually. You know, <laughs> I can do it alone if I have to. It's happening. That's all I can say. I just want to get back to brunching, minding my lovely business, living my best life. And let me tell you something. If nobody wants to go out with me, I will go out by myself. That's how, like much I just want to get out the doggone house. You know what I'm saying? I I mean, I'm right there with you. Now, I will say this, and I think the coronavirus has, and we've said this before, has has made me recognize this. Well, I already recognize it, but I'm going to stick true to it. I have become very, very, like, Kim, you know I was already particular about who I socialize with in general. But I feel like the virus has made me, like, even more particular. Not because I'm worried about, like, I don't know where you've been. No, I don't care about that. Um, mine's just like, mm, if I really only get one day to do, like, grocery shopping and stuff, do I want to invite, like, a person who gives me a headache to walk up and down the aisles with me? Or do I want to be by myself? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think I've just become uberly selective on who I'm going to socialize with. Like, flat out, period. Like, you know, take it how you want to, but... Corona has taught me a lot. You know, I already enjoyed my own company, but I definitely, and I never used to understand my grandma and she'd be like, oh, you know, you've got friends for everything. And I was like, no, I don't have friends. She's like, when you get older, you'll realize, you know, 
you may not put them in categories, but you will have friends for everything. And she's not lying. Now that I sit back and look at it, I was like, damn, she was on to it. Like, I do have friends for everything. Like, I have friends that when I just want to chill, I know I can call them. There's some friends I can call, and they are not the chill friends. There's also friends I can call who are not the ones to take to the grocery store because they are going to get on my absolute fucking nerves. Yeah. And, you know, you just, I've learned that through this pandemic. Like, and honestly, I kind of want to go so far as to say, I feel like I want to categorize them in my phone per mood. You know what? I might do that. I think I'm going to do that, actually. That takes a lot of time. <laughs> I've, I've got clearly nothing but time. Um, I'm going to break it out into groups because, you know, on the Apple phone, you lame, you lame Androids wouldn't know anything about that. Oh, um, you could break out groups and stuff. I might really do that. Are you done trashing us because because we're obviously better? But anyway, whoa, simmer. You know one thing I do that I do uh, wish I did have was Apple TV, and this is why I wanted Apple. This is why I want an Apple like a. Isn't it kind of like a Fire Stick? A Apple? Isn't it kind of like a Fire Stick? You know what? Apple TV, at all jokes aside, was there before Fire Sticks. No, but isn't it like a Fire Stick? Don't you plug it in like a Fire Stick and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, it has like different apps on it and stuff like Hulu. HBO. Yeah, and yeah. you know why? You know why I really wanted this because this because let me tell you something. Instagram, when I am jamming to Gladys Knight and Patti LaBelle, they did their thing. If you if you were sleeping underneath a rock and you missed out on that battle between it wasn't even a battle, it was really a celebration of icons, legends, really okay? Was. It was legendary. Like, we, we we really, and then they had their, that, hold on, I'm gonna get to what they did. But let me tell you something, Instagram, I, this is why I want that Apple TV, because how dare you close out on them icons for me? As she was singing, Midnight Train to Georgia, Gladys. Girl, I thought my phone went crazy. I was like, the fuck just happened? Gladys was singing on that midnight. And let me tell y'all something. The battle was real. My mama, when I say she was jamming, she threw her blanket off her. She got up and was acting like she was a part of the pips. She was jamming. Okay, let me tell y'all something. They did that. And then, you know, and you know my favorite part. I, I don't even know what my favorite part because they were. Let me tell y'all something about the old school. Them throats. Them throats. God literally came down and was like, I give you throat. I give you the voice. <laughs> I give you throat. Like because that. they were, did you see they were still singing live? Like the record? And they like 70 and 80? Girl. And how look are you fabulous. How are you still singing like your 20-year-old self? Because I'm thinking in my like, how many young singers, and I say that loosely with the with the quotation hands. Can just you know, just 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 you, you give them a mic. You you got the one, yeah, but they're not as popular as they five. should be. I can list maybe five who can genuinely sing without voiceover. Because I'm gonna tell you one person I know I know for sure Tamar Braxton. She she is good. She can sit down and sing. It's different when you can sit down and sing because usually a lot of people got to stand up and sing because you know sitting down it it. it but you know like people like Jennifer Hudson, Fantasia. Tamar, you can just give them that mic. Uh, Jasmine Sullivan, you can let us see. You can just give them that mic, and they can just sit down and belt that throat. And, and y'all, that that battle was so good. And then Patty had, oh, she kicked them shoes off, girl. 
and put on some put on some gorgeous, a gorgeous, gorgeous pair of Christian Louboutins. Okay, look like that was a brand new red bottle. It looked like I she didn't, it didn't have a scuff mark. Absolutely it's, gorgeous. And it was the highest of heels. I didn't realize they were so short. Like growing up, I felt like they were taller. Oh, they really? Short. Yeah, like I felt like they were very tall when I would see them in concert and stuff. Or like whenever I saw them on TV. But seeing them this time around, they did look a lot shorter. I was like, damn. Well, you know, I just love Gladys' sequence. She was giving me very much, you know, diva. But you know what I love about the old school divas? Like you, you the Aretha Franklins, the Patti LaBelle's, the Gladys. You know, they still like went home and cooked because we heard about them. We heard, you know, I just want to taste all their food because I heard that they all can just throw down, that they were just throwing down for each other back in the day. Dion had to. You know what I you mean? Know, like, they didn't have all the things at our fingertips that we have today. Mm-hmm. But there were so many of them. And Gladys was definitely spot on when she said it. She was like, we had to take care of each other because nobody was taking care of us. Yep. Like, well, where's the lie? Because y'all grew up in a time where Blacks were already at the height of the movement and struggling. And then on top of that, there weren't that many Black female singers that were doing what y'all were doing. Yep. I remember she said, like, we would hold each other kids and stuff while we had to do stuff and, yep. and all that. It, it was just really a sisterhood. And that's what I respect about and I And like she said, it wasn't no beefing and fighting back in our day. We were all looking out for each other. And that's one thing I respect about it is that they it, it was it, it was really a sisterhood. And I wish we could get that back with some of our, you know, new age singers and all this stuff, because look. Half of y'all ain't even got the talent they got because this is the thing I love about verses. It's giving us the people who compete in verses. You know, there are legends in the game because you have to have a certain amount of hits to even get, you know what I'm saying? And they didn't even give us, you know, half their catalog. I'm about to say, girl, that we all that wasn't a dent in the catalog that they had. We already know that because I mean, I was I had songs I was wishing they would sing. I was like, okay, when she sing this, I'm no. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, they just gave us the songs that you know the popular ones. But and it's and it's and then you know what gets that's what I love about it because when they go and make their money because from what I heard, all of every single Brandy and Monica album charted, recharted, singles was recharting. Uh, Brandy's new album went number one on the R and B charts. So I know for sure. That people, because you know me, I was already listening to my uh, Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight. I got right on that Spotify, got right on my YouTube music app and pulled up that playlist and was jamming to it. Because, you know, I, I 90 seconds just not enough. Because sometimes I'd be like, I-, I want you to hit that other note. I mean, they brought it. I, and I, then I was so annoyed with me. I was, I was jamming. <laughs> Dino was looking at me like, bitch, sit down. And y'all, if y'all, if you missed it, they brought out Dionne Warwick. Oh, I cried on that. Dionne looks so good. I did cry. when That's my jam, though. Superwoman is my jam. Mm-hmm. That's my by far favorite, <laughs> favorite song. Because that was like, damn, I cook all these meals for you and you're going to treat me like? I mean, that song is just so oldie and goodie. 
that's my jam. And the but, fact that they all sang it together was even more. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. And she 80? Dion is just, I just want to let y'all know. Did y'all see how Dion was moving? Do you see? Did you see how she was moving and she's 80? My favorite thing, though, was she was like, can I go put my jeans back on? Baby, okay. Look, I was like, yes. Yes. I was saying, what? You putting, you still putting on jeans? Because, shoot, that's the one thing I've been, I've been struggling this little quarantine. You know, I've been struggling this year with them jeans. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still losing it, y'all. But y'all know it, it was that little like March through like June time that I feel like everybody kind of packed on that thickness. Well, I can't say that for me. So, oh well, I will. You, you telling me March through June, you was eating all right. You was eating, you weren't eating bad at all. Right. But, um, I, um, I, uh, I was, how do I say this? Come on, bring your life. Come on. While I was eating right, I was not really wearing pants to begin with. I was already fucking with leggings. Y'all know I wear leggings. I had Um, (laughs) Saturday before then, so... I didn't pack on any weight though, but keep in mind I have all I have three stories I have to uh, I have to like file through in the house, and then on top of that, I am constantly moving furniture, so mm. I feel like that was my saving grace. Yeah, because of the moving. Because see me, I I was okay with sitting down, and then I wasn't working out because you know I usually was big on going out running and all that stuff and then they were saying well you can't go running and they're saying well don't stay in the house where you could but you know you gotta wear me and then you know when i went to the park and i was minding my business it was just people still pressing up on me because you know certain races just don't understand social distancing and six feet apart and sometimes you gotta reiterate to them back up i mean i want a sweater that says giving 60 feet because let me tell you something. Yeah. For the rest of my life, if we could keep that social distancing rule and that's six feet apart, actively going, I wouldn't mind it. I would not be upset. Because I, I really want y'all to back up off me. Because y'all was, because I, I, I really honestly hate it, especially when I'm at the grocery store or somewhere where I have to put my pin number in. Oh yeah, I'm not putting my pen in if you're close, and I will turn around and give you that yeah. look like that uh, you too goddamn close. Back it on up, sir. Yeah, because I don't understand if if I'm trying to check out at the grocery store, why are you moving closer to me where my pen thing is? I've said it several times. Well, excuse me. Oh, oh, oh stop. Say that. I've gotten to the point now. If you're too close. I give you that look, and I'll pull down my mask and stare at you. Back the fuck up. That's that's what that look is. No, I ain't pulling down my mask. I am. Because, see, most of my people get real, uncle, uh, her mask is enough. Uh, ma'am, your mask. Sir, then back the fuck up if you bother, because you all up in my personal space, and it's hella disrespectful. You need to back on up, sir, because what I'm about to do if you don't back up is I'm going to start coughing in this bitch. <laughs> I am. I don't feel bad about it. Why are you in my space? Why can I not pull out my debit card without feeling your eyes on the back of my neck? Back the fuck up. You know what? I was actually talking to Liz on a side note because uh, she said my she went to go visit a cousin and uh, our cousin and she was saying that she had a party and that she started coughing like because she had a little dryness in her throat and she had, like had a, one of those like moments. You know when you have a moment where you have like a uncontrollable cough? 
Yeah. And she said that she was that some like this lady started looking back at her and she was like, now we're getting to the point where we can't even cough. And I said, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm <laughs> not going to lie to you. I turn if I hear like, a, uh, you know, you, you know, a dry cough. But if I hear several, if I hear you coughing for several times, I'm kind of looking back. That's fine. Okay. Do you look back when you hear, like, if you hear somebody coughing several, if you at the grocery store, you know, you at the grocery store, you, huh? If I'm on the same aisle, yes. If we're not, yeah. If you're on the same aisle with somebody and you hear them coughing, or say if you're on the same produce aisle with somebody and you really, if they was coughing and they started coughing right by the grapes and you wanted some grapes. Would you detour yourself from them grapes? First of all, I'm not getting no grapes. You will have to catch that on the next one. Now, I'm not saying they're coughing on top of the grapes. They're coughing by the grapes. Like, uh, uh, uh. Well, I understood what you were saying, and I'm telling you, we're not getting any grapes. <laughs> the grapes will have to be on the next one. <laughs> because yeah. I told Liz, like, I understand. Because at this particular point, if you got a tickle in your throat, if you got a... <laughs> Y'all... You might want to have a bottle of water because people now are just looking. You cannot lie. The 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 the, the looks, the the sneezing when you sneeze, you sneezing. Who's sneezing? Who coughing? It's like it's just you you because I feel just like people are so tense with it. That no, is they, feel- are. they really are, and they should be, which is why you should respect to give people they six feet. I'm gonna take my mask off and stare at you. Now, if you want to keep talking shit. Like I said, I'll start coughing. Uh, I'm not faced because what you're not going to do unless security come and lift my tiny ass up and make me move out the grocery store is you're not going to rush me checking out. I already got to bag my own bags. And then I got to pay. Why are you bagging your own bags? Because when you bring your bags to the grocery store, if you bring your personal ones, you know, because they charge you for bags in the city of Chicago, um, they don't bag them for you. What? Yeah, so you have to bag your own stuff. So I'm bagging my own stuff. I'm trying to pay back up. So if an 80 year old woman comes in there with her own bag, she got to bag her own bags. Yeah, unless they have a really nice person who's checking you out, they will make you bag your own bags. Yes, ma'am. That got to be pretty. That's got to be real trifling if you let somebody. Because you know how those little wheelchair uh baskets. Uh, now I've never. Seen, I'm sure if you're in a wheelchair basket, <laughs> and you have your own bags. They'll help you, but like. There was an old lady in front of me, and she brought her own bag, and she had to bag them. Like that's I, wrong. That's she had to bag her own stuff. But then when I got up there, I had to bag my own stuff. You have to bag your own. I know, stuff. but you are a capable moving adult. But for uh, somebody who is a bit, you know, older, come on, come on, man. They well, bagging their own stuff. Sucks to suck. You pay that salary. That's what you gotta say. You, you, why you didn't step up? Like, ma'am, do you need me to help you? Kim, it's Corona. It's a grandma. How old was this lady? I mean, she was, she was well. She was probably like our parents' age. She was over. Oh, older our parents' age. What? Oh, so she was in her sixties. Yeah, like 60s, 70s. She wasn't over oh. seventy-five. I thought she was talking about somebody who's like eighty. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. What? You better not. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I think you have got me confused. I'm pretty. You certain. wouldn't help an 80 year old woman. Now, if it's that same 80 year old woman who tried to run me down when I was looking for peanut butter last week, fuck no. Well, she may not have been able to see. I'm not even trying to be funny, but 
Some of y'all really gotta watch excuses for these elderly. Most of these elderly people, most of them, not all of them, most of them, when they get in these grocery stores, they become real ignorant. And that's they, not true. A lot of older people really can't see, and a lot of them can't. Y'all need to be in here. How did you get to the grocery store? You're you, you going to tell me you never seen an 80-year-old person driving, and you've been like, now, Granny, why have your kids not taking your keys? No, because I give them the same energy. You better have full coverage, because if you hit me, I'm taking two of the cleaners and then some. Mm-mm. Three of the cleaners, actually. Now, some people, I'm like, I'm taking your, if, if it was my mama, keys would be taken. Now, okay, but they're not my mama. Now, if my mom, and I'll tell my, I'll give you the same thing, the same energy. If my mom ever gets old enough to where she thinks she's big and bad, she want to roll up to the grocery store knowing she's going to be struggling to bag her own groceries, boo, you get what you get because you should have waited. Oh, you are rude. No, you should have waited for me. I told you I was going to take you to the grocery store, and that's a lot because Greta like to take 45 minutes to an hour, and then she want to go to five grocery stores. <laughs> so for me to volunteer to take you, is a lot. So for you to try to do it, I'm this independent. I'm on my own. Okay, back your own shit then and see what happens. Seems like Miss Greta should have probably had just one more. She probably should have. <laughs> and that one probably should have went to grocery store. Seems like, seem like she should have just had one more. Be racial. Don't like the grocery store. I don't like going for myself. And my biggest thing that I hate, and people do it all the time, and I have yet to always tell them no, is I hate when I'm going to the grocery store and somebody, like probably like my older people and my family, like, oh, I just need to grab one thing. Can I come with you? Because part of me is always like, no, because I spend 30 minutes with less than the grocery store. You have just turned this into an hour grocery store thing. And then they want to be talking and telling life stories as they walk it up and down the aisle. And you know they got to hit every aisle. I don't want to do that. I don't like the grocery store. No. <sighs> well, for the week. I don't like the grocery store. Greta, no. Well, moral to this story is if you see an 80 year old woman struggling to grab, to, to do her bags, help her out. Hopefully senior hour. Hopefully they still have senior hour. I think they honestly just need to keep senior hour. I honestly think the grocery stores need to permanently keep senior hour because be nice. because I honestly like, because old people do get up early. I think from at least 6 to 7 because I know my, my keep the senior hours because yeah. that's well, I, I don't know about 8 because the only reason why I don't say 8 is because sometimes you might have something you need to bring to work and you, you know, you might need to be at the oh, grocery store. Yeah. That's- but I know old people usually get up. My aunt, my uh grandpa used to get up at four in the morning. Like yeah, my he, grandpa gets up at three thirty. Yeah, so I think six is really good for senior hour because a lot of them already are up and moving. Yep, they have cups of coffee. They can run. They won't mm-hmm. have to run down in the aisle. Yep. They've already had their what? What's that old school cereal? Grain brand raisin brand? No, not raisin brands. It's like oh, the the wheat, the whole wheat. Uh, yeah, that one. You know, that cereal. And then they brand muffin. They eating a brand muffins. Oh, you just stereotype it. Every type of old folks. Look, gonna you gonna tell me old folks don't like brand muffins? No comment. Um, no. <laughs> um, y'all, y'all. Before Kim start wilding out again, she she do this every time it's time to wrap up. She want to wild out. We are not. But gonna no, but seriously, seriously. 
Bread Y'all, if you are listening and, and and you might have some pool with grocery stores, keep senior hour. Let's respect the old people because some of y'all be be real rude, but uh, hitting them in the chest and all this stuff. So let's keep senior hour. Who hitting people in the chest? Did you want to see those videos like doing quarantine? It was like an oh, old lady. Yeah. That- yeah, I did. Now that's only because now what I'm not gonna let you do is put your hands on my mama. Bitch, you only put your hand. If I if I was in if I was in the store and actively saw you bullying an old person for some tissue, yeah. Yeah. or you know something else, or just because they asked you to put your mask on because they're old, I, I'm gonna say something. Cause why are you bullying an 80 year old woman? Ridiculous. But y'all, if we can keep the hours, let's keep the hours. Maybe Kim's right. If you see someone who looked like they struggle and they didn't try to run you down the aisle for some peanut butter the other week, help them. That's on you. Um, I stick by my story on this one. If you try to run me down, I'm not helping you. Period. Trifling. <laughs> um, anywho, don't try to run me down again, peanut butter. I mean, there's enough Jiffy on the stand. I'm not even supposed to be eating Jiffy. So the fact that I'm ratting myself out lets you know the fact that I was annoyed that grandma tried to run me down. And then when I tried to offer help to put some Jiffy in her basket, oh, no, I don't need the Jiffy. I just need to get around you. So you tried to run me down. Move. Aisle. You should have moved. on the aisle. No, she was wrong. She you was probably wrong. had your buggy in the middle. You know, you know, I That's just. I like to keep my buggy next to me because I don't like nobody reaching over my stuff. So my buggy mm-hmm. wasn't in the middle because that's a sure way to get cussed out. Don't reach over my buggy. It's rude. I don't like that. Mm. That's grocery etiquette. Anywho. Yeah, that's right. I'll make y'all a grocery etiquette list. I might even post it this week for y'all. No, we're not posting no. Wrap <laughs> <laughs> it I will post it if I think about it because I have to go to the grocery store this week anyway. But y'all, we love you. We love doing this for y'all. If you're not checking us out on Mondays on Unapologetic Jetty Radio, what are you doing? Catch up on the podcast. If you're new, welcome to the fun and madness of the real times. You can reach us at instagram facebook or twitter real times with a z kb if you want to keep sending us emails we're real times with a z kb at gmail.com y'all know the deal we love y'all we'll talk to you next week help an old person out if you see them keep wearing your mask keep your head up we're gonna get through this 2021 while i can't make any promises i pray is better than 2020 Until next week, we will see y'all and talk to y'all next time. Love you. Peace. Peace.